I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac! You can, you can, you can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org/playlists/wa. You know, I used to be an old cowboy singer. Oh, how delightful, an American cowboy singer. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on the range. Did you on the open range? Oh, yeah, sitting around the campfire under the stars. Could you sing us a fragment of one of your cowboy songs? Oh, I could sing a whole number if oh, you no. want. No, just a fragment. Just a fragment, Yes, huh? I should think that would do nicely. Well, I punched a doggie. And he punched back Punching doggies I punched his horn And he kicked me in the sack Just a moment, uh, just a moment Kicked your sack Yeah, he kicked me right in the sack Do you mean your scrotum? What the? No, yeah. that's dirty Daddy. He kicked my male sack Yes, he kicked your male sack Yeah I say, might I borrow your guitar for one moment, please? I suppose, but yes. be yes. careful of it Be careful of it I say when he kicked your sack, it must have hurt so bad. Emotionally, yes. When he kicked with vigor, your two gonads. Hold on a minute. Uh, hold it, hold it. He didn't kick my gonads. But how could he have missed them? He kicked my mail sack. Yes, exactly. It was all full of letters what? and parcels. Letters and parcels? Yeah. Oh, so he kicked your mail bag. Kicked me right in the mail bag. Well, he kicked me in the bag so hard. Oh, dear Lord. Letters went flying across the yard. I see. Excuse me, then. I, I'll have to beg your pardon. Un, You must think me a retard. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh what? at that. What? What? That ain't funny. Retard. In the context that you used it, you abused it. I say. So if I say retard, it's bound to make you frown. I'm frowning now, ain't I? I better not hear you say retard again. Unless that song that you're playing slowing down. Can you play me a song about beans? A cowboy loves his beans. Yes, I love beans with all my heart, but the truth is, son, they make me fart. <laughs> Jolly good. Let me sing it with you. Yes, I love, love beans, beans with all my heart, but the, the truth is, son, they make me fart. British beans in the noonday sun. I'm burping up beans when I clean my gun. Burping up beans. 
beans as he cleans his gun. I'll eat more beans when my work is done. Then he'll wipe his face with a filthy rag. While a doggie kicks me in my bag. And I laugh as I smoke a fag. I'm squatting on some farmer's yard. Observe me now as I retard. I'm smiling as I hear the plop. Dear Lord, I think that we should stop. Tonight, the giant asteroid 2019 AG7, which astronomers discovered on December 31st, will make what's called an Earth-close approach, passing about one million miles from our home planet. Now, that may make you breathe a sigh of relief, but not so fast. While a million miles seems like a long distance from our vantage point, in space, it's really not that much. In fact, to measure space in our solar system, astronomers use what's called an astronomical unit, or 93 million miles, which is the average distance between the Earth and the Sun. So the prospect of a rock moving at 15,000 miles per hour, it's about the same size as a Chelyabinsk meteor that exploded over Russia in 2013 that injured 1,500 people. Something that size, passing by Earth tonight with just one one-hundredth of an astronomical unit to spare, should scare you, especially since it was discovered only two weeks ago. Could it be that the astronomers who work at the observatory have photographed something near the sun or in deep space that must remain secret, or there's something else going on? Sleep tight, people. You can't keep the whole world in the dark about what's going on. Once they know that a five-mile hunk of rock is going to hit somewhere at 30,000 miles per hour, the people will want to know what the hell we intend to do about it. You're going to tell the entire world we have nuclear rockets orbiting out there in direct contradiction to every international agreement we've ever made? You want to go out there and meet it with BB guns and slingshots? You were dead wrong when you sent Challenger 2 off its course. God damn it, I don't have to listen to this. Speaking with Barbara Ohl. How are you this morning, Barbara? Hi, Clay. How are you? I'm very good, 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 good. So you run a paranormal group. Yes, that's right. When people have issues in their house of a paranormal origin or in a business, they will call us and we will send in a team to take some scientific readings with some of the equipment we have. If we think there might be something, then we'll send a full team in and we try to create a livable situation between the living person and the person who is still resident there. The entity or whatever you would right. call it. Right, Yeah, right. I mean, everybody calls it different things. I see dead people. Dead people like in graves and coffins? Walking around like regular people. More often than not, is there actually nothing there? Actually, more often than not, by the time people call us, there is something going on there, something that is actually happening in the house. And what are some common signs that bring people to you, things that they feel or see? Sometimes it's as simple as hearing footsteps or noises or whispers, doors opening and closing, and sometimes people get attacked. What are these attacks? What happens? I mean, the most 
common attack that occurs is like a sleep paralysis where a person is in bed in a sleep and they feel something holding them down or sometimes people get scratched and when they try to get up or try to break away from it, they find that they can't break out of that sleep state. Or if their eyes are open, they feel they're awake but they can't actually get up. They feel like they're being held down on the bed and something is hurting them. You know, sometimes it, it can rain. Spirits can learn how to interact with the humans in a way that sometimes is hurtful. Most times, they're not. Casper, you failed miserably. Well, that's all right, sir, because I don't want to scare anybody anyway. Now, are these spirits, are, are they usually in transition from this world to another? Are they trapped, so to speak? I don't necessarily think spirits actually get trapped. I think spirits make decisions to stay in houses or places that they loved. I think some spirits just don't realize that they're dead. You're new, huh? I can tell. Are you talking to me? You may as well get used to it. You could be here for a long while. I don't know if they're trapped or they're confused. When we speak with them and when we interact with them, we try to give them permission to move on if, if that's what they want. And if they want to stay in the house, then we set up a boundary and let them know that they no longer live there, but the people that do live there don't care if they stay. What's your closing word with people if they're experiencing something like this in their home? Try to stay calm, don't show fear, and contact a group that can possibly come in and help them. And most important is a group should never charge anybody for their services. So if someone's charging you, don't call them. That's so nice to hear. How can uh, folks find out about you? Do you have a website? We do. It's www.pirc-ny.com. I really enjoyed speaking with you this morning, Barbara. All the best to you. You too, now, Clay. You take care. Let's do the Hashmat Report now with Stage Station Manager Ken. Now here's Station Manager Ken with your Hump Day Hashmat Report. Thank you, Clay Pigeon, and good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Taylor Ham from coast to coast and all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. Mountain Home, Idaho. Gas leak. At the Mountain Home Cheese Factory, sickens a dozen employees in a New York heartbeat. Newport News, Virginia. Meth lab. Busted by police in a formerly great hiding spot inside a tent in the woods between the local airport and the local Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Blount's Creek, North Carolina. Train carrying molten sulfur derails in Beaufort County. Spilling 8,000 gallons of the smelly liquefied chemical. Detroit, Michigan, titanium explosion blows a wall off of global titanium on Fear Street, sending three people to the hospital and destroying the building. Stop messing with titanium. Next time, make meth. Toronto, Ohio, nitric acid spilled from a tractor trailer that parked and leaked and left the scene. The fumes were bubbling and smoking brown and sent their deadly odor down to the 4th Street exit. Paducah, Kentucky, meth lab found in man's backpack. McCracken County deputy saw a suspicious man walking in the 1000 block of Oaks Road. After giving consent to search his backpack, the man ran just as the refluxing stage had begun. The man was middle-aisled and the meth lab was seized. That's gonna be seized. You're up to no good. Flagstaff, Arizona, a river of chocolate spills onto Interstate 40, spilling the delicious goo all over the westbound lake. Detroit, Michigan. 
children's car seats are toxic and deadly due to perfluoroalkoxyalkanes in these mates and models. Papa Baby, Jordan and Henry, Cleck and Nuna Pipa Light. Champaign County, Illinois, baptismal font. At Illinois Church dispenses baptism and Legionnaire's disease. Sickening six, the baptismal font has been removed. What hath God brought? Hold it. Hold it, station manager Ken, you've gone too far this time. Idaho, gas leaks, uh, meth tents at Sam's Club, nitric acid, molten sulfur, and chocolate spills, titanium explosions. We we can't take any more, can we, Glisters? There's no way they want a, a bonus hazmat item today, is there? They say yes, station. Reverend County, Florida. 300 passengers and crew members sickened on Royal Caribbean's cruise ship to the Bermuda Triangle Gulch with a stomach virus causing explosions at both ends of the human intestine. <laughs> 839, pencil that in. That's when you'll hear the hazmat report. Every wonderful Wednesday on Wake and Bake. It's a dangerous world out there. Welcome to Life Tips with Carlo, a series designed to make you a better you. It's a promise. On today's episode, you're going to learn how to survive a long-distance relationship with your loved one. So let's begin. Tip number one, learn the time zone of your partner. Why not buy a second watch and set it to the time zone of your loved one? But don't get mixed up and arrive at that meeting six hours later. Tip number two. Be romantic. Create that special touch of sending an handwritten letter to your love. Join the list of romantics like Frida Kahlo, Diego Riviera, Jean-Paul Sartre and Simone Beauvoir, and you might just get a book deal out of it. So why don't you just try? That's it for today's program. And as they say in my hometown of Coimbra, Cozinho pernil de porco no microondas durante 7 minutos. Saltei as batatas num pouco de manteiga de ervas. Entretanto, levo o molho de pernil ao lume. Junto-lhe a mostarda e as natas, deixo engrossar e rego o pernil. Sirva com puré de maçã. Some people disappoint you and annoy you. Some people recruit you and deploy you. Packed in our girdles, we look much slimmer than we are. Tight man girdles all shrunk from getting too hot in the car. There they are. Man girdles. Navy blue girdles that we wore. Shame. Some of us felt shame. Some of us felt fine. Here is your name. 
Navy blue man skirtle. Do they come in the other colors? Navy blue. Okay, okay. Thank you. Try it on. Well, I'm in a hurry. Try it on. All right. Pull. It's too tight. It's perfect. I can barely breathe. Parade them, please. You want me to parade them? Please. Walk from here to there. Oh, really? Pause halfway and slowly turn. All right. In the heels, please. You want me to wear them? Please. Uh, they're so snug. They're lovely. But I... Walk. You want me to walk Walk. Free? Life presents many hurdles. Keep walking, please. But none are as painful as this navy blue girdle. Turn. Turn now. Turn. But I... Turn. To everything... Turn, turn, turn. There is a season. Turn, turn, turn. And a time to stop. But I model the girdle. You want me to model the model the girdle? When I was a boy, my mother told me, son, don't dawdle. But never did I suspect I'd become. A girdle model. Never did I expect I'd become a girdle model. A good one at that. Really? You're an excellent male girdle model. I'm a good girdle model. A duck, he's got to swim, then he's got to waddle. I put my girdle on, then I have to model. Sometimes on the runway in fear they are frozen When into the navy blue girdle they are squozen Do you know the rules? Always drawing near the end <sighs> Nothing but a hoax our wake-and-bake animal of the week is the rabbit. Now, most rabbits you see are European rabbits or bunnies. They're found everywhere on the globe at Antarctica. More than half the world's rabbits are right here in North America. Rabbits have been domesticated since the days of ancient Rome for their fur and their meat. Die many times before their deaths. <laughs> the valiant taste of death, but once. They call male rabbits bucks. The females are called does. Rabbits live in colonies, in burrows or warrens. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, skiing down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity ski weekend is here. You know, a rabbit is different than a hare. Hares are born mature with hair and good vision. Rabbits are born hairless and blind. I'm in the dark here. Do you understand? I'm in the dark. Hares are larger than rabbits, and they have not been domesticated. Hell yeah! Rabbits use their speed and agility and biting as defenses. They have nearly 360 degree vision and their long ears and acute hearing help them sense predators. Poor little rabbits sleep with their eyes open to detect movement of predators. When they're frightened, they freeze. Then they thump their foot on the ground. 
to warn others. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Rabbits can control their body temperature by regulating the amount of blood that flows through their ears. This is called homeostasis. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbits eat grasses and leafy weeds and pass both hard droppings and soft black oily pellets or night droppings. Drop! Rabbits re-ingest the soft droppings Disgusting. to digest further and obtain nutrients. The hard fecal pellets are not re-ingested. <laughs> Rabbits can't vomit. Aww. Their intestines become blocked if they don't get enough fiber. As you chew phenomen, it goes into your system slowly, gently. A rabbit's foot is said to bring good luck, a belief that goes back as far as 600 B.C. Really, the first step's pretty easy. I mean, cut the foot off, there's still some tendons, and there's still the bone in there. Um, I did take off uh, the ankle. The rabbit test was an early diagnostic tool for detecting pregnancy. It is urban myth that the test rabbit dies if the woman is pregnant. The oldest rabbit on record died at age 18. Most rabbits in the wild don't even live a year. We love rabbits at Wake and Bake. We hope you do too. That's our animal of the week. You'll hear it at 7.35 each Thoroughly Modern Thursday on Wake. Good morning, Clay and WFMU listeners. This is Sheila B. of Sophisticated Boom Boom with your weekly dose of girl-centric goodness. It seems L.A.-based surf noir band La Luz is not enough to contain the creative ambitions of its guitarist and singer Shayna Cleveland. Although La Luz released their third album, Floating Features, only eight months ago, Shayna has already completed her second solo album, A Night of the Worm Moon, which Hardly Art is releasing in early spring. The title is a nod to her musical hero, Sun Ra's 1970 album, Night of the Purple Moon, as is the album's sci-fi psychedelic sound. Shayna says these psychedelic leanings were also inspired by her move from Seattle to Los Angeles in 2015 and some of the surreal moments she experienced there. Salvador Dali was a mentally disturbed and bizarre artist. She mentions one in detail, saying, quote, Shortly after I moved to Los Angeles, I went to a hip hotel to watch a poolside screening of a documentary about a local alien worshipping cult. What we've got in here is a... Out front, celebrities were getting out of the backs of cars and rushing past autograph hounds into some roped-off room where a secret dinner was about to commence. Would you have any gray poupon? In the lobby, a woman was being paid to exist inside a glass box. Then, a car dressed as a spaceship pulled up to the front to release 30 white doves into the sky above Sunset Boulevard, end quote. Only in L.A. I love LA. We love it. 
This week, Shayna's released the first single off the album, which is called Face of the Sun. It's straight out of the California desert, sun-kissed and woozy, with that unmistakable spaghetti western sound. So let's give a spin to Shayna Cleveland's brand new single, Face of the Sun, which is my pick for this week's Girl-Centric Goodness. Listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening. 